0: imagine a future we must consider this who would want me to be a part of their life hey that's inappropriate will you make a choice now we pass talking where do you say we come in for my close up now i'm done running what was your favorite part i'm a planner get
1: back movie news just don't like you no more with gareth daly
0: you do like me
2: Good afternoon to you, Gareth. A little bit of excitement in the Irish film world since we last spoke.
1: <laughs> oh, what a week. I mean, unbelievable.
2: Little did we know when we said oh, last Saturday, good luck great. to them all on Tuesday. I mean, it's I'm still in shock. It's just incredible news, isn't
1: it? It was actually really emotional mm. to consider, you know, the acting talent and then on Colin Kuhn and then the short from Northern Ireland uh, and Paul Mescal getting a nomination as well. It just, yeah. it was just so much uh, good news Banshees.
2: about it. It's just incredible. Yeah, you know, really
1: yeah. Really good. And, you know, great, great excitement throughout. And it's just going to do wonders in terms of showcasing the country, the talent and so much more. And it's a great, great time for Irish film. It really is. There
2: will certainly be a lot of partying in in L.A. that night, I think. (laughs) There's going to be a lot of Irish travelling over, which is great. Um, Now, you're bringing us from the Oscars to the Razzies.
1: Yeah, from the sublime to the ridiculous, really. The Razzie Awards, you know, they they kind of honour the worst films and performances of the year. And they're in a bit of trouble and they've had to roll back on on, and make an apology because they nominated a 12-year-old, Ryan Kira Armstrong, for her performance in a movie called Firestarter. She was nominated alongside the likes of Bryce Dallas Howard and Diane Keaton. Mm. Anyway, she was 11 when she made the film. They were called out on this, said, you know, it's not good. And they've rolled back and said it was insensitive. And they've changed the rules in that no minor will be nominated again, which is, you know, which is so, good. Yeah. Look, they're a bit of fun. I know that. They don't They don't kind of mean too much harm. I think some actors take them, you know, in their stride as well in terms of, you know, just kind of some go along to it, make mm. a bit of fun of it. But they've done this before. In 1999, Jake Lloyd was nominated for Star Wars, The Phantom Menace. Macaulay Culkin was nominated wow. as well for yeah. a couple of movies. So I suppose it's a good thing that they've been called out on it. It's not what a young actor needs, no, is to have that type of not. attention around them. So uh, they usually announce their winners of the Razzie Awards which will be the 43rd one it's the day before the Oscars and they've about 1100 voting members but at least they've been called out on this one
2: OK very good now a very fine actor Ethan Hawke and now a very fine director
1: Yeah and what's curious here is going to work with his daughter uh-huh. who's playing the lead that's Maya Hawke and this is a biopic of author Flannery O'Connor and it's called Wildcat and it started filming just recently in Kentucky it's also got a good cast in it including Laura Linney's in there. Mm. Cooper Hoffman, remember him yeah. from Licorice Pizza? He's there as well. Vincent D'Onofrio as well. So yeah, good cast in it. And this is basically about an author um, who struggles to publish her first novel. She's kind of famed for essentially inventing the sub-genre Southern Gothic, which boasted a dark tone and dark humour as it told offbeat stories about the American South. Some of her famous works uh, were short story collections called A Good Man is Hard to Find and Everything That must converge along with the novel Wise Blood as well but Ethan Hawke co-writing this producing it mm. and as you said in the director's chair as well
2: and directing his daughter that'll be very interesting now Garrett, we're here at the end of January are you really mentioning Christmas? <laughs> I'm
1: sorry <laughs> really? well I'm just bringing you news of a sequel okay, <laughs> okay. so <laughs> a Violent Night which was out before yes. Christmas uh, it's getting a sequel it wow. did quite well David Harbour starred in the yeah. movie um, as Santa Claus who was originally originally Originally, an ancient Norse warrior in the film's world defends a family from a group of deadly thieves. It was made for what they call a cost-effective $25 million budget, (laughs) (laughs) but it ranked in over $75 million at the worldwide box office. And when it came out for for rental as well, it apparently has done really well. So what happens when that happens? They immediately start thinking the sequel. (laughs) So they said that they're working on it at the moment. They're taking their time to get the script right. But they do have the same writers back, Pat Casey and John. Miller back to uh, right now the second okay, movie. Okay,
2: there you go. Now, you've quite a bit of casting news for us today. We're starting with Paddy Considine.
1: Yeah, he is going to star in a movie about Prince Nassim, uh, the boxer from Sheffield who was born um, in, uh, in in Sheffield to um, uh, parents who were uh, Yemeni immigrants and he became like a Southpaw superstar in the area. Now, he had a uh, Irish boxing trainer called Brendan Ingram Ah. and uh, that's who Patty is going okay. to play in the film. Look, he was he was really kind of um, eccentric and and kind of had an orthodox sort of boxing style, this really cocky persona. I was actually in Sheffield in college at the time when he was at, at the height of his success and yeah. you remember seeing him driving around the streets of Sheffield and that with his NAS-1 number plates. But what, what I like here is that they've got Sylvester Stallone is on board to executive produce mm. it as well. So um, they're going to obviously do a rags to riches sort of tale of this movie, and uh, they've got Menem Masoud in the in the role as well. The movie's called Giant, so okay. um, I I have high hopes for this because I think there's a great story there to tell.
2: Great. Now, um, an actor who I've really liked in the likes of Lady Macbeth and Calm with Horses is, is Cosmo Jarvis. He's hitting the big time, Gareth.
1: He is, and I like him too. I think yeah. there's something really special about him. I think he's a, he's he's been great in everything he's been in so far. And yeah, now I suppose what you've got here is there was a there was a book called Wise Guy that w- was turned into a movie called Goodfellas, and the same writer yeah. of that has just written a project called Wise Guys, and it's got Robert De Niro starring in it, Barry Levinson directing and now Cosmo Jarvis joining wow, the script of this as it? well. Mm-hmm. Yeah and De Niro is going to be playing dual roles of these Italian American crime bosses. Imagine two two crime bosses <laughs> he's playing in the movie and it kind of reunites him with Levinson as well. Yeah. Uh, they worked on what Wag the Dog and, and Sleeper uh, before so I think this is a good combination. They've also got the producer of uh, the Rocky movies involved Erwin uh, Winkler as well so it's really great great talent behind this and we look forward to seeing it but I'm delighted for Cosmo Jarvis because I really do think he's a fine yeah, actor yeah I do
2: too. good for him alright now what trailer have you picked for us
1: this is a bit of a bizarre trailer uh, but very intriguing at the same time take a listen to a clip from this this is called Bo is Afraid
2: yeah and I think we might set it up by saying that the writer-director is, is Ari Aster who did *Midsummer*. so it's that kind of strangeness here we go welcome back I hit you with my car what? I
0: know. What what was this? That's my little assistant health monitor. Feeling sad about going home, Bo? Must feel totally unreal. I'm supposed to be leaving. I don't know if that's gonna happen.
1: (laughs) You will walk many miles. Dozens will become hundreds.
0: Hundreds will become thousands. Your adventures will continue for years and years. As soon as you get home. I know.
2: Yeah, Garrett, he just wants to get home. Poor old Joaquin Phoenix not having the best time in that trailer.
1: I've watched it a couple of times in the hope that I can summarise what happens in the movie to you. Yeah, go on. (laughs) Give it your best shot. (laughs) Well, I have to go off the logline that's on the website (laughs) such as a paranoid man embarks on an epic odyssey to get home to his mother in this bold and ingeniously depraved new film from writer-director Ari Aster. Good cast though. Joaquin Phoenix, as you mentioned. Nathan Lane also starring in there. Um, Amy Ryan and Parker Posey as well. This one is out in April. Do check out the trailer. It's really intriguing. Lockie. It
2: is intriguing and you're right, it's really hard to explain. It's kind of out there.
1: <laughs> it is, that's for sure.
2: <laughs> All right, we're coming to new releases and it's the biggie this weekend, which is the new Steven Spielberg film, The Fablemans. And instead of a clip, I've picked here a nice little piece with Spielberg talking about casting the actor who basically plays him as a young man and he's really impressive in it, Gabriel Labelle. So let's take a listen.
0: I looked for several things. I looked for somebody who was really much more handsome than me. And somebody (laughs) that the girls would probably fall for more than they fell for me. And I cast somebody who had insatiable curiosity, which I know I've always possessed. And as a person... Gabe has insatiable curiosity. And that was when I started meeting him on Zoom calls. That was the thing that I really connected with him about, was how many questions he asks and how he questions everything and how he's open to basically receive and and accept any answer because he's curious. And that was the one thing I knew about myself consistently in my entire life. I'm curious about so many things, which is why I make so many different kinds of movies and not just the same kind of movie over and over again, because my curiosity throws me into genres that I never imagined I would ever do. And now I'm suddenly doing a genre I've never done before. And he's that way.
2: Spielberg talking there about his young leading man in The Fablemans. It's been described as his most personal film. We're both uh, Spielberg fans, Garrett. What did you make of it?
1: I thought it was okay. I I wasn't mm. blown away by it, and I mean, I'd read so much about it and the reaction to it. I was expecting big things, but I thought it was I thought it was a good movie, and I just wasn't completely blown away by it. Um, really good performances in it. Um, there was parts of it I kind of felt it needed a little bit more in terms of its drama, and it was a little bit overlong as well. That was that was kind of how I felt about it. I'm
2: kind of the same. I left a little underwhelmed, and I didn't go with huge expectations because uh, you know I'd, I'd heard sort of mixed reports about it. Um, I, I've been talking of before about these films coming out as, as love letters to cinema. We've had Empire of Light with mm-hmm. Babylon last week. This is much more about family breakup for Spielberg and a sort of a coming of age for him. And I just wasn't as moved by it as I thought it would be. You know, I yeah, think something like E.T., which is a, a case of a broken family, is much more moving and I thought it would move me a little more. Now, there's, this, as you say, great performances and a little bit more comedy than I had expected, actually, which was which was very welcome. So, it's Spielberg. You you know, absolutely go and see it. But that's interesting. We were both uh, a little underwhelmed, but still, worth, worth worth, going to see, right?
1: Absolutely, yeah. yeah I mean, it, is, it looks great. The, the production design is great. And as I really curious performances and you kind of look at it sometimes. And, you know, if you don't know a lot about it, I suppose, him in terms of his the beginnings of his filmmaking career, you'll be fascinated by that. I knew a lot of that, yeah, so I suppose too. I was looking for a little bit more in it and it just didn't hit me as much. But if you don't know much, I think you, there's a lot to be gained from from going to see it.
2: And isn't he extraordinary as a director at finding these young actors oh. and kids who are, I mean, they're all brilliant in it. It's time amazing. and
1: time again. Time. I mean, yeah, absolutely. And I suppose what we are doing is comparing this to some of the amazing films he's made in his career and such a wide variety as he yeah. referenced himself in terms of the clip he played
2: there yeah yeah but I think he's certainly happy with it he won the Golden Globe and uh, he's he's up for Oscars too so we'll keep an eye on the Fablements yeah, that's the you. big one this weekend we're coming home now for a very different film this is uh, Unwelcome
0: he's got a hole in the roof The not they'll, they'll do a good job Jamie bear you just carry on with your day as if we weren't here there
2: is one thing I need to show you and it's a little bit peculiar Every evening before sunset, she'd leave a blood offering here. Sorry, did you say blood? For who? For the Red Cats. They'll need feeding. They'll be hungry. They'll need feeding. They'll be hungry. That's uh, unwelcome. I don't think they are very welcome, are they at all? No. The
1: goblins are coming. <laughs> oh. That's the problem. So this is the story of a married couple who escaped their urban nightmare to the tranquility of rural Ireland. And as you heard there, there's something lurking in the garden. So uh, if you watch the trailer for this, you'll get a sense of where this goes. This turns into you know your your kind of fun kind of horror like movie as well. But you're hearing the voices there of like Colm Meany in the trailer there. Nick Chris Kizak, Wally's also. And yeah. you've Cusick as well. Yeah, okay. so it's called Unwelcome.
2: That's unwelcome. A couple more to mention.
1: Yeah, well, Jared Butler is the big action star these days, isn't he? He's mm-hmm. churning them out all the time and he's in a new one called Plane as he saves his passengers from a lightning strike by making a risky landing on a war-torn island only to find that the surviving the landing was just the beginning. And then also we have a documentary as well called All the Beauty and the Bloodshed. This follows the life of artist Nan Golden and the downfall of the Sackler family, the pharmaceutical dynasty who was greatly responsible for the opioid epidemic's uh, death toll as well. So that's your selection this very week. Very good. What about a TV movie? So this is a movie that did quite well um, and had a very good reaction to it. It's about a New York professor heads to Singapore with her boyfriend. Uh, and she's surprised to learn he's from an extremely wealthy family. The problem is mm. uh, they aren't so approving of her so she attempts to win them over. This did so well. It was called it Crazy did. Rich Asians. Constance Wu in the lead role. Michelle Yeoh in there as well. If you've not seen it, it is on BBC. Tomorrow night at 1030. And
2: that is Crazy Rich Asians, and that is Garrett Daily. Garrett, thank you very much indeed. Thanks,
1: Aiden.